0: All right, everybody, thank you for jumping on our Jumpstart podcast. Um, We appreciate you taking the time out to listen. Um, We have a very special guest today who is just blazing it, Um, hasn't been with us that long, Um, not too long, helped 30 families in a week, Um, and it's just really transitioned well, but understands the heart of this and serving people what we do. Um, I got David Starr, Family First Life, Belize, absolutely crushing it, man. How you doing, brother?
1: I'm doing great. How are you, Mark?
0: I'm doing fantastic. Um, thank you for getting on with me, buddy. Um, you know, you know, I got a chance to meet you in um, Freud a couple of weeks ago, and just it was pretty awesome. Um, really, getting with that whole group, but you know, something about you stuck out, and I just kind of wanted to. Number one, you you help 30 families a week, so that always <laughs> that'll always stick out. But you had a very contagious energy about you, infectious energy about you in a good way. And I wanted to um, I wanted to hear from you. And for our audience that doesn't know you, if you can give us a little bit about your backdrop, kind of where you're coming from and, and how you found FFL, and then we'll get into some of the nuts and bolts of what you're doing to protect that many families. That'd be fantastic.
1: Yeah, for sure. Let's get into it.
0: So you could kind of just tell us where, where you're coming from and what's what's your what's your background? How'd you find out about?
1: Yeah, so um, so it was so really like it all kind of started um, when I was in college. Um, midway through, I was going to high university. Um, shout out Bobcats! But uh, I was going to high university, <laughs> and um, in the middle of my term, um, my father had uh, passed away. He, um, went through an accident on his birthday, fell off some stairs and, uh, to the point he was in a coma. Yeah. For, um, for seven days. Um, he, uh, he was going to be a vegetable, you know, so we, we knew what his wishes were and that wasn't to be like that. So we ended up pulling the plug, um, you know, and even though he was a business owner himself, he didn't have any life insurance in place, um. So with him not being at the shop running it, um, you know, the employees obviously weren't working as hard. The the customers weren't coming back as often. So um, that, you know, kind of diminished the business a little bit to where my mom wasn't making more. And we had um, a cabin in Zanesville that was 400 acres and a lake house in Oak Harbor. So she was making less. The bills were more, right, with property taxes and everything going up and she ended up having to sell off the um, cabin, the farm in Zanesville to kind of like make up for retirement. So she sold that within the first eight months of him passing and they they say you don't wanna make a major financial decision within the first year of something tragic happening, right? Um, And I get that now because um, she did sell it in eight months after his passing and then six months later, COVID hit, the housing boom happened. And, you know, she lost three to four times the amount she could have had for retirement. Um, wow. So, you know, that kind of put me in a position, that put our whole family in a position to where, um, you know, we, we were just going through a lot. And uh, I finished out school um, and just started working a job that was at the uh, pest control making $15 an hour because I just... Didn't know what, what what field to get in, but I knew I had to work because I just bought a house in November of last year. So I had bills to pay, right? Um, but I didn't have any work experience to put on my resume to go at work like an actual job. So no one would take me. Um, so I'm working at this pest control job. I'm on like Dawson recruiter, zip recruiter, trying to find a job. No one's calling me back. Uh, and I, I, this whole time I'm getting all these mortgage protection mailers, right, coming to my house because I just bought this home. And I'm like, what the heck are these? So I called into right. one. <laughs> yeah, I called into one, and uh, it was Mindy Tips. and uh, Mindy wow. schedules- <laughs> Yep, That's Mindy Tibbs. She schedules an appointment with me, and her husband, Andrew Tibbs comes out um, to do the appointment, right? Um, I no-show him the first time. Uh, Just being young and dumb, like, (laughs) I didn't, I didn't write down the appointment or anything. So I completely forgot about it. So she called me back and she reset the appointment and he came out a second time. As I was walking out the door to like go to the grocery store, I was all packed up, had my bags ready to go grocery shopping. He, he like was right at the door knock and I opened it like right at the same time. And I was like, what the, who are you? And he's like, I'm here for a mortgage protection appointment. I'm like, come on, come on, let's get this over with. <laughs> so he comes in and he's compliment and make it still a report. And I'm just like, Oh yeah, right. You know, like, who is this guy? And uh, he goes through his whole spiel and gets um, the end of it. And I just kind of like look at him and like, all right, man, I give him a hard time this whole time. I go, all right, Andrew, like, be real with me. How much are you making off this sale if I sign up for it? And um, he just, like, Real quick,
0: real quick. Why did you ask that question? Was it because Because you didn't want him to make money, or you were curious for your own self?
1: I was curious for my own self because, like I said, I was working that dead-end pest control job making $15 an hour spring. It was getting cold out. It was December. I didn't want to go in any other ones, any, anyone's home anymore. And like have to deal with it. Um, so especially not for $15 an hour. So he broke down like the commission structure for me and I was like pretty surprised. And I was just like, wow, like he blew my mind with it. And I was just, like, that's a lot more than I'm making. And like, if this guy can do it, I probably can. So he gives me his wife's number, Mindy. Um, and three weeks later, it's, you know, getting really cold out, January, um, late December. And uh, I call her because I'm on like on the side of the road with my car. And um, I'm just like, hey, is this Mindy? And she's like, yeah. And she's just trying to scare me out of the position, right? <laughs> she's trying to tell me how hard it is. <laughs> but also, Mark, how fruitful it can be if you put in the work, right? Um, and... I kind of, like, was spooked by it. So I told her, give me some time to think about it, and uh, I hung up the phone. And I called my sister, and I love my sister. I take her opinion on a lot of things. So I asked her about it and told her what it was, and she's like, dude, my my, uh, my girlfriend is doing that, my really good friend Emily Faust. And um, I'm like, oh, really? Emily's doing it? Well, I mean, if Emily's doing it, then I can do this. So I'm like, I call Mindy back. I'm like, hey, I know I can do this. Like, I'm going to give it a shot. Like, what else do I have to lose right now, right? So the rest is history, man.
0: That is powerful, my man. Uh, The rest is definitely history. So (laughs) when did you start with us?
1: Um, I started I started getting contracted in January after convention. Um, I'll, I'll literally, like, right when I got back from convention, I started running, I think, that week was my got first it. dial day. Yeah, that week was my first dial day. November 11th what you- was my first.
0: What day? November 11th was
1: the first day I dialed.
0: November or convention? Oh, you're talking like a fall conference?
1: Oh oh sorry, I'm sorry. February eleventh.
0: <laughs> okay, got it. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. What <laughs> um what did you see at convention that kind of helped to continue to flame the fire?
1: I don't know. I don't think I've ever been like around that type of energy before and had like so many people believe in that one thing. And, again, like, if my if my my sister's friend, Emily, could have done it, then, like, I know I could have done it or I could do it. So, like, what sets me apart from everyone else in that room, you know, that was doing it. And at the end of the day, you know, it's just consistency, hard work, and being a genuine person.
0: No doubt, bro. So, now, I just so, was Emily with Family First Life or with a different company?
1: She's with a different company.
0: I never recruit I'm old well cool, man. I love that. love the transparency there, so you know let's talk about it. you know work ethic, you know being a good person, making it happen. you know, let's talk a little bit about your schedule you know what did you what did you see that's working for you? Are you in home or or tele sales hybrid were you And then what are you doing for leads?
1: Yep. So I'm 100% in-home. Obviously following the FFL schedule, dialing Mondays and Thursdays, running Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, and sometimes mostly Sundays. Um, And then for leads, I'm 75% mortgage protection. And then um, 25%, you know, call-in leads. So primarily, you know, second chance mortgage protection, seventy-five percent.
0: Second chance.
1: Second chance off the CRM, yeah.
0: Nice, love it. Um, while we're here, let's kind of go through that fo- phone script. What what are you what are you doing to? How many leads are you buying on average a week? And then what are, what are we doing to book a point? What is the phone script that you use to book a point?
1: Yep. So. Um, I'm on average buying between 150 and 200 second chance leads. Um, that was to start. Uh, to start is about two to 250. Now I'm about at 100 and I can make a good 15 to 20 appointments happen. But I've also gotten phones as well, so that's helped a lot. Um, as far as phone script, I don't use much of a phone script, Mark, Um I really use the beginning of a phone script, and then I just go into talking to you like you're a normal human
0: being, like you are, you know? like it. Let's, let's, let's kind of, let's break it down. Let's kind of start with how you start off.
1: Yep. So I go, hello, Mark. Hello. Hey, Mark. This is David from the mortgage office here in Franklin County. Just getting back to you about the mortgage protection form you had filled out a few months back. I'm the underwriter that's assigned to your case now, sir. Okay. Just to verify, you put your age here as 63, date of birth 11-06 of 1989. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay, perfect. So, Mark, what they have me do is they send me out for a quick 10 15 minutes to go over an eligibility check, and then you have you sign off saying you met with me. Okay? Yeah. Okay, so, Mark, are you currently married, single, or divorced? No, I'm married. Okay. Um, and are you and your wife working typical Monday through Friday 9 to 5?
0: Yeah, for the most part.
1: Okay. Usually walking home through the door around 536?
0: Yeah, since the box every
1: to Okay. Let me take a look at my schedule real quick. So I am pretty booked up right now, but this is what I can do for you, Mark. I can put you down here at 7.15. Any reason you and your
0: wife wouldn't be home
1: at 7.15 tomorrow evening?
0: No, we should be good.
1: Okay, perfect, Mark. I'm going to pencil you down here for 7.15. And, Mark, real quick, should I park on the street or the driveway?
0: Uh, You can park on the street.
1: Okay. And is there any big dogs I should be aware of upon arrival?
0: <laughs> no.
1: Okay, just you, right?
0: <laughs> Sometimes I'm a big dog. Depends on who you ask. You ask my <laughs> wife. Yes, you ask my kids. No. <laughs>
1: yeah, okay. And then, Mark, real quick, do you have a pen handy to where I can give you a confirmation code and I'll let you go? Yeah. All right. Just let me know when you're ready.
0: Yep. All
1: right. Confirmation code T is and Tom one zero. Three, seven. Okay, I'm going to have you write this down as well. My name is David Starr, that's S-T-A-R-R, and we're meeting tomorrow at what time?
0: Um, Is it 2 o'clock?
1: Nope, between 7.15 and 8.15, Mark.
0: Thank God you said
1: that. What's that?
0: I said, thank God you said that.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> between 7.15 and 8.15. That still works out for you,
0: right? <laughs> yeah, I'll just write it down.
1: Okay, cool. Yep, write it down, underline that for me, and uh, you are all set, Mark. Just make sure you tell your wife um, about our appointment, and I'll see you tomorrow between 7.15 and 8.15, all right? Perfect. Boom, she's set. No
0: doubt. That's great. Um so that's awesome. You, what, what do you do? You find yourself running into anything, typically with the with the second chance. What What is something that you encounter and hurdle? Um,
1: so a lot of things I encounter is uh, people came out and didn't explain it well enough, didn't build value into it, um, and they got them confused on it. Uh, One that, or they didn't fit it inside their budget. They weren't actually taking care of the client. So. Um, when you walk in there, you know, and you're genuine to them, like, like I would want someone to walk into my home, you know, when I was, tw- and help my family out, like they could have, you know what I mean? Like if I would, if there would have been someone like me to come help my family, and tell us about how the future would look if my dad passed away, and pointed out that you know, property taxes do go up. Like you're not going to be able to afford to keep this cabin if you unless you have a plan in place. Like if I would had someone genuine like that in my family to help save us, then like that's how I try to act with everyone else, you know.
0: Oh, you ever so, tell your story at home?
1: Um, you know, I I do share um a, a little bit. You know, I give them the short of it uh, just to kind of let them realize, you know, I I do understand, I am young. I get that, but I get the other side of things, and I can't help you out if you let me. So it depends who I'm talking to, you know, in the situation, Um, and if I'm feeling a real good connection with that client, which usually, you know, I'm feeling that. so.
0: So on average, 15 appointments Tuesday, Wednesday, 15 appointments Friday, Saturday?
1: No, 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 no. Um, 15 appointments if like at bare minimum. Like I'm booking 18 to 22 for the two days um, and then if I can, you know, like I'll throw on maybe 23, 24, 25 appointments for those two days. If I if I have like um, a weaker set on an appointment, then I'll fill that with two appointments and so if someone cancels on me, I can just drive right over to the next one. So I'm never worried about Someone saying no to me in the home. I don't have to press them for it. You know, I just go to the next one.
0: How liberating is that? (laughs) What you just said, I just go to the next one. How liberating is that?
1: It it doesn't even make it a job or, like, uh, it doesn't make it work. You know what I mean? It's just like you're helping people out here now. Wow now when you're running when you're running six appointments a day and you're stressed out because you don't have enough and you're trying to make sales, then you're gonna be a salesman
0: hmm. When did that switch for you? Was that a day one thing, or did that like come on at some point during your time here?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just been a build up really mark like um there was a switch definitely to where like I was getting so tired of like just struggling to keep appointments or only having like 12 on the books and just being like super upset about it and not realizing what was doing, that do for me. Right. Cause one, if, if you don't know what you're doing and you set a bunch of appointments, you're going to learn really quick on what to do.
0: Right.
1: And, and, and so with just setting a bunch of them, man, I don't know. It just helps out a lot. You are not really happen to worry about it.
0: <laughs> it makes all the difference in the world. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Diff- but it also makes a difference in how many families you're able to help.
1: That's
0: I mean, true. you know, I'm sure helping 30 families in a week. It's not a, it does not shock. I'm sure that's not a terrible thing for you and your <laughs> family.
1: <laughs> not at all.
0: You know? So that's incredible, you know? All right, so take us inside the home a little bit. What are you um what are you seeing? What are you looking for? Are there any um cues you're looking for when you drive up? How uh, are you usually getting in the house building or four How does it go?
1: Yeah, so I'll take you through it. When I'm driving up, you know, I'm 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 not looking if it's a one star or a three star appointment. I'm just going in there and you know assuming that they need this. Um, they filled it out, so I'm just going over there to help them. So I'm walking up with that confidence. Knock knock knock. Go in the door. Um, I'm not building any type of silly report or nonsense report. I'm I'm asking questions that are intentional so that like, I don't have to ask them later or I can use them as ammunition for down the line. Right. Because this whole time I'm loading my clip up in my gun, I'm just loading up. And like, once we get to um, inside of it and I'm doing the financial inventory, that's when I'm still loading the gun. So we sit down, you know, it's shoes on or off, sit down um, at the table pull out my license, show my license, uh, do my introduction, who I am, why I'm there, uh, go through the financial inventory, uh, a deep financial inventory, too. And at that time, I'm pulling out all the Y's in the financial inventory as well. So, like, I'm not pulling the Y out at the very end because that's very salesman-like, I feel, because I'm just talking to them. Right. You know, Um, Once they tell me their income, oh, okay, so you guys make it about even, so if something happens to you, you know, it doesn't look good, you're right, yeah, we know that, okay, perfect, make sure. sure. Um, And then, you know, I get to explain the product once I can figure out who I'm going to place them with, go hard on the living benefits if it's that or whatever it is, Um, you know, just tell them product information. And then um, from there, I'm pulling out, you know, one more why just to make sure they fully understand what this is and how it works and how it's beneficial to them. And then I'm showing them um, the, obviously their options. And um, from there, they usually pick it themselves and have a smile on their face more. And if not, then, you know, we got a little bit
0: more work to do. No doubt. Now, the process of attitude and activity, the activity to kill it by seeing a lot of families and the attitude to stay stay positive and believe no matter what is going on around you, is that something that was innate in you? Is that something that you discovered you need to do really fast in order to survive here? Or how how did you get to that place quickly?
1: Yeah, so um, I, like two and a half months ago, Mark, I was the type of guy that was rolling out of bed at 12 o'clock, you know, like, not really caring what's going to go on, um, really being lazy, and if I had to sit up in a chair for more than four hours, it was, like, back breaking work, (laughs) so, like, that's what I came from, because, like, I got out of college, got kind of lazy and complacent, um, you know, started working kind of like the dead-end job I was talking about and i it was really tough getting out of that, man, but with the support that I had with my whole team, like I couldn't have done it without' them. it w- It would be impossible i don't I couldn't imagine working anywhere else because I wouldn't have got the support anywhere else I went. you know, like everyone on my team has been like family to me, and I've grown with them in a lot of different ways than just business, yeah. So like That's they the pushed man. me. They just pushed me to be better, man. Like, you know, um, I wasn't very religious when I got in, into this, um, and you, you know, I kind of been getting a little bit closer to God now. And and it's weird to say that because I feel like um, I took time away, but He never kind of left my side, and I just feel blessed wow. with the opportunity I have. Like it's it's literally a blessing and a miracle on how I got this opportunity, how everything went down in my life and, like, why I'm, like, put in this position. I almost feel like, like this is my calling, man. And it's, it's not weird to say that for me.
0: <laughs> that is awesome, man. That's that's by far the best part of this call, um, hearing that, you know, the tightness you have with your team, um, the way they've been able to influence you, not just as – Someone who can make more money, but someone who can become a better, a better man, a better person, and learn more about yourself. God, I mean that's that's real deal, bro. Mm-hmm. Man, that's amazing, man. So, how, how does it feel overall? You know, I mean, you basically in the last two three months have a completely brand new lease on life. How does that feel?
1: it's something I haven't felt in my life, Mark. Like, I've never had people hold me accountable. I've never had people saying they're proud of me. Like, I've never, like, worked hard in my life, man. And, like, it feels really good. It feels really good to help people to know that, like, I'm being fed and that, like, you know, one day, like, I'm going to be able to help, like, other people out as well that were in my position like that's the that's the main thing here you know changing lives whether it's helping people um with life insurance or helping people find themselves and a career like dude it's the whole bundle here
0: man just incredible man well we're definitely going to highlight you on more podcasts because you have a tremendous story and uh you're, you're you're killing it helping families and there's only a lot of knowledge that you could, you could help transfer through that type of attitude and activity, very positive and obviously winning. So thank you, David, for jumping on with us and um, sharing. Um, it, it was, it was awesome.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Mark. Thanks for having me. Seriously. Um, it's a blessing, man. Seriously. It's a blessing to me too. Uh, meeting the whole team and my just amazing family and a circle that we have that I'm um, excited to see grow.
0: Yeah. Well, you're going to, you're going to, I'm excited to see it grow too. And I think you're going to do some amazing things here in 2022. So definitely you're guy to look out for, but we're going to hear a lot more from you here real soon. So appreciate you, David. Thank you for all you do. Thank you everybody for listening. God bless. Let's make it a big week. Take care, day.
1: Thanks, take care.